Hello, this is Darshni and welcome to my podcast Inside Darshni Said. I know it has been a really long time since I uploaded an episode, but I'm not going to apologize or play the I was busy card because I was really busy. Today's episode is going to be different because I have an amazing guest with me. And together, we're looking into this email I received from one of our podcast listeners. This is totally unscripted and raw. So before moving on to the episode I would love to welcome our fantabulous guest Miss Nishi Priya a postgraduate student in counseling psychology So Nishi how do you feel and how are you Hi Darshni thank you so much for the lovely invite I am doing amazingly amazingly well Yeah so how are you how are you how have you been Okay I'm hustling through engineering and you know how pathetic engineering can be <laughs> so yeah I understand the pain I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so keeping my mental health in check and doing this and yeah, I'm hustling. I'm hustling. I would actually like to congratulate you first of all because you know a lot of people are from the psychology domain and honestly they don't have the courage to come up and talk about something like this including me, right? I would I would never, you know, talk make a podcast and talk about mental health and stuff, but you are doing this. So congratulations. Oh my you know, god. This is the kind of awareness we need. Yeah yeah I I I and I feel proud suddenly <laughs> proud you should you should feel proud Oh my god thank you so much Nishi and I'm really happy that you said yes despite all your busy schedule over there with your postgraduate and stuff thank I mean, you so much Thank you so much for inviting me it's, it's my pleasure Oh Okay fine so let's just jump into this and the thing is I got this email from my one of my podcast listeners and she just sent it to me mm-hmm. and we're going to keep her anonymous so I think she has sure. some issues going on and since you're you're in the psychological field and you know much more better than me I thought you would be the best fit for this Yeah I'm I'm still learning a, a lot about relationships you know I've had my fair share of heartbreaks and I've dealt it on my own uh, okay. but um, <laughs> you know it's it's really amazing that this person has the courage to you know come up and talk about something like this mm. so when you sent me her draft I was just going through it and oh my god she has been through a lot but the thing that made me really smile is in the end she you know kind of mentioned that she's in a really nice place and she is taking good care of herself during her break and focusing on her personal growth i mean that's that's really amazing right let's just give a big round of applause like how well she is doing in her life and how much uh, good care she is taking of herself right now after going through so much because a lot of people don't have this courage so you know wherever you are just know that you know you are really brave and we are very proud of you and yeah, you will get through this in the age of urgent ready and stuff instead of ruining herself ruining people around herself she's hustling she's going through something yeah like like that girls like yes. really amazing yes yes but absolutely right i would like to ask you right like if you okay. are comfortable in answering this question yeah sure like have you ever had a breakup and you know slipped into a toxic uh you know cycle or did something maladaptive maybe if you don't want to share but something that was very harmful you know to yourself it was hindering your personal growth i mean uh, we have all gone through breakups when we <laughs> were 
teenagers right yeah yeah because that's the hopeless romantic phase except so yeah i've had my fair share and uh, the person that person didn't give me closure so without a proper closure i was lost i was completely lost and since i was a teenager i was getting into the bad stuff i don't want to mention that stuff you know yeah, but i was not being myself yeah uh there were nights i couldn't sleep uh there were days i couldn't eat and i started developing eating disorders i <laughs> drastically lost weight that's when i cried and went to a psychiatrist <laughs> Like, oh my god. Okay, yeah, like literally I knew I needed help but I couldn't do it alone. So I, I cried to my mom. She was supportive. She helped me go through the breakup. She helped me heal and then my psychiatrist helped me a lot. So yeah, like I was glad I opened my mouth and asked for help or else I would have never been here. I would never get on the internet and talk about stuff happen- which happened to me and uh, which might happen to others so yeah i'm yes. really glad i opened my mouth i am so proud that you shared this story of yours and no the reason why i asked you this question is a lot of people including this girl the reason why breakup is very painful is because you know you don't get a closure right you don't understand why this person has suddenly left you you know and why you know everything was going so smooth and suddenly why is there a big hole in your life why are you just getting pulled into an emotional abyss and you don't know like you just pulled and you feel just you you feel like you're in a vacuum and everything is just so dark okay. and you don't understand right because you sometimes what happens is you might be in a very good relationship everything might have like everything would just go very smoothly you know uh, you would think that you have found out the ideal one and then suddenly bam you know it stops like everything you know when there is a breakup it's very it's lot to process right emotionally it's very lot to process so this girl also went through a similar experience and she did not have a closure and this is where i would stress about communication Hmm. Yeah, so, communication is the key for an ideal relationship or a healthy relationship, right? Any relationship for that matter, not ideal mm. relationship. Mm. You know, what if one day you get up and you don't at all talk to your mom about what's happening or any family member for that matter, right? Mm. It will obviously cause a lot of drift in your relationship with them. Mm. So not just your relationship but any relationship for that matter, communication is the key, right? and yeah. with this person you know she clearly said that this person she i don't want to psychoanalyze but the psychologist in me just you know it's so this person from mm-hmm. the starting he had communication issues right okay. he was not that much open and uh, you know as i was going through the draft she mm-hmm. was also not ready to date this person because of the traumatic past okay so yeah it she has clearly mentioned that he has some issues like he didn't he didn't he didn't get rid of those issues so he was not ready to get into a relationship yet right yes hmm. yes and you know it happens in couples that you know a lot of time people are talking and talking about random stuff but not mm-hmm. about the emotional stuff that matters you know okay. 
you you know people in relationship they call each other and they would tell them you know that what's about their day and stuff but they would not get to the emotional crux of it not okay. asking how are they feeling and how is this entire situation you know make them feel is making okay. them feel right mm. yeah so sometimes it is very important that we open up to that person emotionally even though yeah. you know it 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 makes us feel really scared what if the person might judge us because you know so yeah <laughs> like showing so our vulnerable side exactly and you know sometimes we talk about trauma we talk about our past but we are not really the that open about it mm. we don't get to the emotional crux of it mm. you know uh for example you might call your partner and you know you might tell that person that you are you really feel bad about what has happened to your workplace but you mm. would feel you would fail to mention about uh, you know the kind of emotional impact it has upon you maybe your ba- boss might have looked down upon you you might you know try to share this to the person person might not be on the same emotional page mm. yeah okay so why do you think people don't share that very very intense emotional part uh is is it because of any past uh ptsd or some traumatic incidents i think from my observation you know from what i have observed mm-hmm. you know they have not seen how to like they they have not been taught how to express their emotions okay especially in indian households do you think we have the space to express our emotions not no. really <laughs> yeah your parents will immediately shut you down saying you're way too young go solve yeah. your problem you don't have anything to be depressed about i mean solving the math problem is that itself <laughs> exactly exactly and the irony is they themselves don't know how to you know express their emotions they might be feeling sad about a lot of things how mm. do, how do our mothers express their frustration in the kitchen by banging yeah. vessels but they would not say a word to their in-laws they would not sit down and explain them that the entire situation is not making me feel good or comfortable mm. so a child also basically learns the same things he learns yeah so everything from their parents yeah uh, as as growing children we look up to our parents and we mimic whatever they are doing right uh, nishi are you there hear me uh, yeah yeah i can hear you i can hear you yeah so, i think we have <laughs> so parenting is one thing i feel and second is environment so mm-hmm. you know what happened to me was i did not i did not have a very safe space to went out till my college and after my college when i joined psychology mm-hmm. i found my niche i found people who were really good at listening you know someone who just be there and listen to you so i found a similar people like that and i became a little bit more expressive so you know even i you know i don't think that everything you know you should just go back and blame it to your parents and you should just be like because i used to do a lot of things you know when i started reading freud and psychology and unconscious i'd be like oh my parents were like this that is why i'm like this okay In, <laughs> so you know maybe we should just focus and try to find out you know conducive env- environment for ourselves if you're not okay. feeling safe enough to vent it out uh, to your partner in this case if you don't then find someone who just listen to you not you know judge you for you know what you've done just just who just listen to you unconditionally so you know we should always have one unconditional relationship in our life mm. yeah 
I mean, like, yeah. Instead of just blaming it on others, blaming it on what is happening around <laughs> us, we should have the guts to face it and you know just correct ourselves. Like, even I was sitting in the corner and crying during my school days. I was I was bullied in my eleventh and twelfth, and at one point I was actually blaming my parents for raising me like this. and then after a while i realized blaming them is not going to get me anywhere but i had to get my ass up and work on myself then i worked on that's, myself here i am that's that's really amazing yeah so so yeah that's what i learned so far even when my psychiatrist told me that i need to take medicines which i was not okay with mm-hmm. and then there was another psychiatrist he was like You don't need medicine. Just trust yourself. Just trust the process. You're like Venom. Uh, you know, you know how Eddie Brock and Venom coexist, and they, uh, they, they don't see their differences and become one. So that that's how you have to be. So yeah, that's how I became this person. So yes, we have to just trust the process and just like you said, we have to went out once or twice in a week to someone we can trust. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and. need not that person be your partner because you know it is impossible for one person you know what happens in a relationship is we have we get one person in our life and we just surround our entire universe around that person and we put sort of a huge amount of burden on that person mm-hmm. because it is highly impossible for one person to fulfill all of your needs mm-hmm. right it, he can't yeah. be a good listener he can't be a gifter i mean he can't be you know all this person for you Right. It's, yeah, it's, they are they are they are humans after all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay. It's very important that you, know, you have some amount of social support in your life. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, this girl has also mentioned that she lacks the energy to pursue another relationship, and she finds it challenging to trust anyone romantically because of the past relationship she just had. So, what do you think she must do? I mean, she can take a break, but uh, do you think it's gonna be permanent? This trust issue that she just gained due to this relationship. You know, it depends on person to person. Like, okay. you know, certain first people they do develop, uh, you know, really uh, deep psychological scars, which mm. takes really long time to heal. But mm. I really hope that this person heals. and before getting into relationship it is very important to understand the need for it like why do you want to get in a relationship first what mm-hmm. is the point what is what is your what is your dream and aspiration right mm-hmm. what are you expecting of the uh, expecting from the other person and mm-hmm. now how gen z terms it right that vibes are matching that is why we are in a relationship together yeah exactly even the dating apps are focused on advertising that If you want, you match. That's it. You don't care about anything else. You don't care about red flags. You don't care about your common interests. Exactly. You don't care about nothing. You know, recently I have been watching this beautiful series on uh, Netflix. So okay. it's based on Satyajit uh, Ray's novel. All right. Uh, one uh, suitable Indian boy. All right. I'm sure you have read the book. So in this book, there is this main character called Lata. Okay. Uh, I, I I watched it really long time back. Sorry, I forgot the 
male propagandist or uh, his name so there are three people all right so it is okay. set in a rural uh, you know rural rural uh, village kind of setup and it was in the 1950s all right so okay. this girl's mother is basically searching for a suitable boy like she, you know she wants her daughter to get married and settle like every indian bagging mom that's typical so, indian mom yeah typical indian mom so she meets three guys one is a muslim guy and that muslim guy is the love of her life you know she wants that guy you know she sees him for the first time you know he's in the university with her and they both have similar butterfly feelings for each other Okay. and there's a second guy who share the same amount of you know passion of po- poetry they both love poetry and they have similar interest okay and there is this third guy who is very quiet shy and with this guy she doesn't feel anything all right yes. and in the end this girl chooses the third guy and the reason is because she believes that this butterfly feeling one day it will vanish the interest okay. might change but this quiet understanding that you have with this person the deep emotional spiritual connection that you have with this person mm-hmm. it's never mm-hmm. going to change okay so that emotional connection is the common ground for both of them yes and it takes a lot of time to build that emotional connection it's not like you see a person instead it's not a cinderella movie that you just fall in love do you agree yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Tamil cinema has a huge impact on this. Like, you see a girl, you see a boy. They are tricky. Yeah. Lights fly around them. Lights start blinking, and then there's a BGM, and then all of a sudden you're in love. That's it. Exactly. I don't so, even get me started on the stalking part. Tamil oh cinema. Oh no, no, no way, no way. That one Shivakarthikeyan's movie, which glorified mm-hmm. stalking. Exactly. you know i everybody thought that raja rani is a very cool movie when i was uh, when i recently moved to chennai everybody was like oh that was the it was on 2013 13ish years and the craze of the movie was insane people were talking that oh my god this is the best love story so i didn't watch that movie so okay. i had a vacation so i saw it now so basically okay. this guy the arya right he yeah. literally stalks that girl and makes that girl fall in love with him and how crazy is that they don't even sit they don't have a conversation like a plot even i didn't like the plot of the movie almost tamil film it's like yeah yeah instead of stalking her he could have uh, got her told her that he liked her and could have, could have invited over for a coffee or something yeah. yeah instead of that he had to take the high road which was stalking her and also harming the other guy in the process exactly other innocent guy like and then she 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 confesses her feelings to him exactly and even in the first story regina and mayantara you know yeah. basically how abusive she is of that towards that person she shows no yeah. respect exactly <laughs> like she literally abuses him makes she him cry her, yeah she shows her toxic side and then she tells him she likes him indirectly yeah and then ियलीमोशनलोस्ट यू नो दिसंडर्ड्स 
No, I'll just go and sit in the corner and contemplate what life that's it. You know, maybe people can survive one day. Let us say, you know, one week, you get food, everything. You know, okay. people can't survive. They will go mad. It's a proven experiment. You know, you can't sit alone. Like you know, so that is the reason I think most of the people are really excited to jump in a relationship is because they feel really scared of being alone. Okay. That's what I have observed. Mm-hmm. All right, and you know, yeah. So you know, I would just again jump this question to you. What okay. do you think your reasons were to get in a relationship? You know, was it common interest or, you know, if you would date a guy, you know, why would you date him in the first place? Uh, so yeah, that is a good question. But first, I'll answer your first question. Mm-hmm. So I think why people love to jump into a relationship real quick is because they are actually attracted to them, like the physical attraction, not the emotional side, because they run away after seeing the emotional side, obviously. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the uh, physical attraction and the need to have a partner in this generation because you know we exactly. live in the social media era, and whatever we see, it's perfect. And everyone on social media apparently has a boyfriend or girlfriend or a same sexual uh, identified partner, right? Yeah. I think I think it's the need to be socially socially accepted because if you go to a common gathering and you tell them that you're single they immediately turn that into a mixer and they'll be like okay i have a perfect suitor for you this and that they'll probably do the desi auntie thing over there or finding the rishta but for dating and all so exactly yeah so that's a social constraint i guess to have a partner and to be a non virgin in this era uh so yeah those are all the reasons i guess this is this is my opinion and in the next the next question you asked me right what i'd look for a guy uh i don't know if you believe this but i always go for the emotional connection first <laughs> because that's where you actually vibe with that person you don't yeah. vibe with them just with a common interest on the you vibe with them on an emotional level uh i'll say if i can be vulnerable with this person to trust them because that's what we need right uh, yeah when you when you go back home uh, after a really long tiring day mm-hmm. wanted to sit and relax and exactly one person all your sorrows just go away and you finally feel like home so that's what i actually look for in a guy and i know uh, these guys are really hard to find and i have to go to the dinosaur era even if i have to So yeah, uh, that's my answer. Yeah. So you know, you mentioned that you look for emotional connection. You know, yeah. Which is which is a necessity thing. Which is what we all should look for. But don't you think it is very difficult for people like us to find another people because this emotional connection it takes a lot of time to harbor. You know, yeah, you sort of water it, yeah, nurture it like a plant. Yeah, because that's why. That's why I know. I know. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna stay single forever, and I'm not even sad about it. Because you will jumping, find someone. Don't worry. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like I still have. I still have girls. Like, so yeah, instead of jumping into a toxic relationship, or uh, just 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 talking about the physical vibes, I would rather wait, wait until I'm ninety years or eighty years to find the one. With whom I get emotionally connected, you so, will definitely find someone over. 
Yeah. So this person has also mentioned the other thing that he's codependent on his mother a lot. Yeah. So what do you think about it? Do you think I mean, that this codependency might also be a reason for him to jump into a relationship with her really quick and run after having a really little minor inconvenience that he couldn't face do you think a uh, lacking uh, of conflict resolution must be one of the factors as well i think you're absolutely right i mean uh, i get that you know people should not hide anything from their parents and they should be really open about it but mm-hmm. you know i understand that part like you know lot not but you know on the flip side not lot of people are blessed with cool parents who would understand and who would give their children honest relationship advice you know yeah. what would happen if we just go and tell our parents that we would want some advice on sex education you know i would be slapped left and right you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I'm, I'm, i'm actually lucky on this part because uh, my mom is in medical health and she would not shy away by it from telling me this so and and i'm the lucky child here I mean that's really amazing and auntie's pretty cool so yeah you've got a great amazing mother cherish her <laughs> yeah sure yeah but i'm talking about most of the Indi- indian or uh, you know people for that matter and also see i believe that when you are in a relationship with a person what mm-hmm. happens between you two is something that's very private yeah no third person should get to know about it Mm-hmm. whatever you have whatever issues you have with your partner not even your friends yeah why do you want to discuss you know that girl might be vulnerable to you and she might be sharing something why do you have to discuss with your friends and parents and family why no she trust mm-hmm. she's trusting you and she's sharing something to you mm-hmm. so you know try to maintain that trust try to you know safeguard it i understand that you have a very good relationship with your mother which is really really beautiful but you also have very great relationship with your partner right mm. and you should not do this i mean it's entirely breaking their trust isn't mm. it yeah so also uh, i also asked you about the conflict resolution part do you think must be that can be a reason for it because she mentioned here that they had an amazing relationship for a really long time and it took only few seconds for them to break it off yeah so he couldn't he could he couldn't he couldn't like uh do the argument with her or anything exactly i mean you know this person said that uh this person you know he was always unsure about this relationship right like getting triggered at small small things see mm-hmm. you would want in a person you would want someone who would protect your mental peace you mm-hmm. know a brown girl already has a lot of problem on her own why do you have to destroy her mental peace yeah so like, give her hope get like, get her to high and then uh, walking out of it when you're not comfortable like yeah they could have just uh, did it earlier itself right like yeah, oh my god no this is not going to work out so mm-hmm. i think it's better that you go in your way and i'll go in my way but yeah we'll still remain friends or not at all like exactly. that that's the like explanation of the healthy relationship if you ask me exactly cup even if it's a breakup it has to be mutual or they can actually tell them what's setting them back from loving them exactly and and, and walk away from it instead of breaking it abruptly like this or blocking that <laughs> everywhere hmm. 
that's 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 correct but you know there is also one more thing that we have to see that both of them at one point of time were not ready for a relationship because of their mm. traumatic exes right yeah. this person has gone through a lot of trauma mm. and which might also you know which might be also the reason why his tr- trust gets triggered so easily because mm. he has been through that right mm. so in the starting itself if you communicate you know why do you want to be in a relationship what according to a relationship is if you understand this you know i yeah. think it you would be in a you know, very healthy page yeah like okay, i have seen my parents fight a lot to be honest i have seen them fight a lot but the next morning uh, my dad would make food for my mom because she has to leave early for her hospital uh, he was so yeah that's i think that's actually a sort of love we don't talk with each other that much after a fight but the little things that we do to each other like my dad will make sure that she doesn't go to hospital with her empty stomach because uh, you can't miss breakfast right and also he makes sure that she eats on time and my mom also makes sure that my dad goes to work on time and uh, yeah that's how they coexist like sometimes i feel like without saying anything and just doing little things that, that is also a huge gesture of love that is that exactly is you know in life this this small small things really matter a lot and mm-hmm. to be honest my parents are the same right and uh, every time my parents fight my dad my mom's and dad's both love, love language is chai so you know okay. for every north indian chai is very important <laughs> so every time they fight over something my uh, papa uh, you know he makes my mom's special chai with some cinnamon and you know he he has a special masala and okay. no matter how much intense the fight would be they would they would sip the tea and they would laugh on it and i think you know when you're fighting you're letting out all the emotions out you're communicating at least to that person and you're making up for it right like that is how a relationship yeah. should be yeah so that's what i guess this uh, this young generation doesn't see like they don't believe in solving the problem instead they think that walking out of it must be okay and finding another partner like i don't i don't i don't know how people do this all over again like find another person give them the same amount of love and care you gave to the previous person and then walking out of it after a very 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 small minor inconvenience exactly yeah. i would like to say to everyone who's watching this you know the amount of time it takes for any person to you know work out build their body or take care of their skin you know that you have to be consistent about it it's not that just you worked out for one day and next day bam you have a great body or similarly it's not like one cream you apply one korean moisturizer next day your skin is glowing so it takes a lot of time effort you know there will be ups and downs there will be times when you would feel that you know this relationship is not working out but you know that's the time when you need to hold the hand of your partner most and communicate it's okay to walk out if you see that you know the partner is like it's not working you know you would understand but at the mm-hmm. same time not communicating about your issues you know it's not done exactly like we are quick to jump into conclusion instead of facing the real problem exactly face something beautiful just because of minor setbacks so what does we want to tell this generation like to stop hurting themselves from getting into relationships like this and uh, you know just continue flourish the relationship they have with their partners the truth to be told i am from this generation 
and yes, i have had my you know because i have learned all this because i have went through all of this i have had a lot of toxic relationship in my past you know mm-hmm. relationship also attributes to friendships you know uh, yeah. you know uh, family for its uh, you know you know stuff like that me telling my cousins as well so you know mm-hmm. i have had my own fair share of relationship and from everything i've learned something mm-hmm. you know every relationship has made me a better person i would say it has given me emotional st- i mean some has given me deep psychological traumas but that okay. is for a therapist to talk okay. to <laughs> but apart from that i have learned a lot and from what you know there's there are three four great lessons that i have learned one is always respect that person even if that person is your ex or even if that person is no longer you guys are no longer together bitching about that person in your social circle is not done like how that person has done you know it's I it's know, not cool right? after it's a not... up, that w person instantly <laughs> turns into a dumb bitch yeah like it's how, how can you even talk about a person you loved like that like they're not a part of your life anymore i get it but it doesn't mean that you can trash talk about them right you know i think we this everything is very much inspired by bollywood you know where we have seen media people call, like you know stars calling out their partners on camera for promotions and stuff i i think that is what you know people have yeah, we just get influenced a lot by the mainstream media like like even even body positivity moments and all happened right uh, once upon a time skinny was considered the beauty standard and then after the kim kardashian era people started uh, injecting fat into their bodies and stuff Like yeah, just like how beauty standards change, relationship standards also change. Because once upon a time, people were dancing around a tree, and then they were chasing trains, and now they're trashing their exes. This is how media is like constantly changing the trends of everything that's happening in our lives. Okay, I think your network, you have network issues again. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. yeah so i mean you know we should understand that they are celebrities and you know they just do it for promotions you know the more people mm-hmm. are going to talk about them the more pictures they want to get but this is your personal life mm-hmm. it will impact you personally so yeah. no talking bad about your ex no matter how shit he was you all get it girl but you know you know don't trash talk about him you know him or her all right if you if you feel that you know that relationship was not okay for you and that person was really really bad there are some safe space for you to vent out all right i mean you know you can tell to other people that you know that person was not good for me and he was this but labeling him calling him names and then you know spilling the facts about your relationship i don't think it's appropriate whatever has happened has happened you know yeah. so you know don't trash talk that is my first advice and <laughs> second advice would be for me is always respect your partner you know mm. yeah a lot of people think that you know it's very funny to talk uh, you know like i have seen in my friend circle is what happens is if there are couples sitting you know if we all are friends the mm. girl or the guy would make fun literally make fun of that boyfriend you know just okay. to be in that social status you get right in the limelight and okay. that bechara guy he just laugh over it all right so it is not okay to crack jokes about your partner if 
that makes him uncomfortable please don't do that so, yeah some people just go over the board and talk about their partner's insecurities and just to see yeah. social circle just like you said exactly so you know that is not acceptable right hmm yeah. yeah so you know yeah so these are few advices you know probably <laughs> i some these are something that i have learned from my experience what do you think is your takeaway on you know relation what are your learnings that you have you okay know, the, first so thing, the first thing is just like how we discussed right now if the person you are seeing if they trash talk about your ex just run away run that's it that's a big red flag <laughs> over there that is the okay. huge red flag ever because this person will also talk behind your back to her or his friends about every single thing like uh, your insecurities your vulnerabilities like yeah, probably one of your secrets would be their uh, go to party gossip stuff or something so yeah, yeah. find a person who trash talks about their ex just run don't look back just run away and uh, exactly. also people must take things really 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 slow just because of the social pressure they are quick to uh, go from dating to commitment to commitment to relationship within the span of 2 to 3 months yes so yeah so i think they must take time to like you know get to know about each other very well get to know about them on a on an emotional level uh, see if they can handle the other person or if they think that it is very much taxing or overwhelming for them to handle this person and this is take it from and go ahead because it's instead of just uh, giving hopes to this person that this person is going to be there forever and all the uh, bollywood uh, movie stuff dialogues and all <laughs> yeah the answer of that uh, like instead of that they could just go in their own pace and time and be sure about the other person instead of just hurting the others and even breakups breakups must have some sort of closure closures yeah yeah instead of just talking whatever you want and then blocking this person on every on all the platforms and calling them out for something they didn't do or uh, or also uh, and there's this thing right people just uh, start making up stuff to make to to make them look so pity or uh, Oh uh, yeah. do the card the victim card yes yes that's what I was saying. victim card yeah the so. victim card playing the victim card blaming the others and uh, over exaggerating the story why exactly. do you think people do that i think most of the people who play the victim card you know they themselves are not sure why they are out of this relationship and why they wanted this relationship in the first place you know okay. they want all the sympathy they don't want to be blamed for you know what happens in most of a most of the breakups is one side gets blamed right people don't yeah. understand the concept of mutually breaking up yeah. they are so quick to point fingers they're like oh this must be this girl's fault or this must be that guy's fault most yeah, of the cases bring up the past stuff bring up the past mistakes they did exactly people do victim blaming is because they sort of want to shield themselves because once your breakup is out in public Mm. it's it's that you're showing a very vulnerable side right mm. because you know it's now it's public and people are going to sympathize a lot of people don't want sympathy in the first place and they want yeah. to just protect themselves mm. all right and that's when the victim card and you know trash talking and everything mm. starts to happen mm. 
and also and also friends play a huge role in this breakup oh my god don't even get me started on friends they, they hide them in the start and then when the relationship ends they'll be like they're the ones pulling that exaggerated yeah. story card they're the ones exactly. doing it like bro mind your business your friend went through a breakup two to three months and just go to your home that's it you don't have to spit and tell them what are all the stuff the girl or the guy did just move exactly yeah and also one 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 of our advices don't trust your friends when it comes to a relationship never ever trust your friend even if it's a close friend this is your life this is your decision because there's something i strongly believe we we are living in a brown society right so yeah. when we grow up after we get married even our parents will ask who are you beta why are you standing in front of my house after you get married because after exactly. you get married you're someone else you have to go and live on your own so no one is going to uh, go with you forever or uh, go go till your grave right so True. why do you have a necessity to ask your friend about something that you're planning to do by yourself we should be independent enough to make our decisions in the relationship exactly. you know exactly yeah. exactly so that's that's what i'm trying to say to everyone and anything else nishi i think one last thing for me is you know relationship like if you are in a relationship with someone and mm-hmm. you really like this person a lot you know mm-hmm. it's okay if you don't post it person's or person on your socials right because mm-hmm. you're your relationship is meant to be private it's between you know you two i understand yeah. if you're posting on social media and you know i understand that you would want the world to know but sometimes it can also be the source of conflict all right yeah. L- hypothetically i'll give you a situation imagine there is a person a and b a is okay. a very introverted girl you know she loves going out posting on stuff and b is a very socially shy awkward guy who doesn't want to be you know posted on social media so this okay. girl is literally dragging him to a very expensive place clicking pictures and posting but this person doesn't want to do so don't you okay. think it will be a cause of conflict between them you know, you know because, because that makes them uncomfortable right yeah and i have seen most of the like you know most of the kids nowadays i'm talking about 13 14 because i have a 14 year old cousin so okay. yeah once he took his girlfriend out to a very expensive place all right and he okay. wanted to have fun all right so there okay. was some bowling thing that was going on some game sort of thing and okay. this girl was constantly on her phone posting pictures because it's very, it was a very expensive place i understand the enthusiasm to put everything on social media but she was constantly making reels constantly doing that and at the end my cousin was really annoyed and he politely asked her to put her phone away which she didn't do and he was so okay. agitated because he wanted them to do it together you know have a fun thing quality together quality time yeah quality time exactly right i mean yeah. yeah even though they are kids but you know it still mattered to him that she would also participate and have fun mm. so yeah so you know it hit an impasse so i'm saying that if your person if the other person is not comfortable on posting and stuff don't force them all right and if you are with your partner it's not always okay to be on socials and you know constantly uploading just mm. try to be there with them in the present moment it will yeah, really yeah. really help your relationship a lot yeah so what do you think are, uh, are the keys to a healthy relationship we just had a 45 minute <laughs> conversation on this 
<laughs> yeah so no, no, i was i, I was going to end it so i just wanted to give them a few key points uh correct me if i'm wrong communication yeah respect, respect trust. yes trust slow process what are the just take it slow emotional reflection emotional, or emotional yeah. connectivity exactly yeah and then i think that's enough i think that's enough to make a relationship work Exactly, and small, small efforts. Yeah, small efforts. Yeah. That that is what matters. Tiny, tiny things, which is not expensive or anything, which means something to them, like writing a letter or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So I think, yeah, as you said, it's been forty minutes. This is the longest I've ever done a podcast. <laughs> and thank you so much for uh, coming here and joining with me, Nishi. It really means a lot to me. Like I know yeah. how you are with your post graduate and stuff, but I'm really glad that you're here. I'm on a. I was on a vacation. I mean, you said that. I was so excited to be on a part of this. I said all of my friends that I'm going on a podcast, and they really thought, you know, they were really excited, and they are actually waiting for this link. So whenever you're posting, you please share with me. And I, I'm really grateful. And I once again. congratulate you from the bottom of bottom of my heart that you know what you're doing is really amazing because okay i've lost you again uh okay can you hear me yeah i can hear you now yeah as i was saying it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of guts to come up and you know talk about stuff like this about mental health it, it is really important and you know kudos to you you're doing an amazing job Thank you so much, and thank you so much for encouraging me. Because I remember the first time I uploaded my very first episode, you shared it with your friends, and I'm really glad that you did it. I I'm so glad to you know see a uh, engineer talking up taking mental health so seriously. Whereas people in my you know some it takes a lot of guts as I'm saying you know not everybody is that camera sh- camera you know enthusiastic and not everybody mm-hmm. can go past their social barrier and talk talk about stuff like this. So we yeah. need. more and more people to talk about this raise awareness and i'm so so glad that you're doing it oh, thank you so much i don't know what yeah. else to say thank you for inviting me on the show and i have i hope that you have a great amazing week ahead thank you so much nishi and yes we would love to have you here for more and more episodes definitely definitely you can call <laughs> yeah yeah sure bye thank bye. you so much bye bye bye